Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in April and May, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Monte Cristo, Especialis No. 2, San Cristobal de la Habana, El Principe, Cohiba, Siglo 5, H. Upman, Half Corona, and Hoyo de Monterey, Double Corona. And for New Worlds, we've got E.P. Carillo, Allegiance, in Sidekick, Davidoff, Late Hour, in Robusto, Aging Room Quattro, Nicaragua Sonata, in Maestro, Dunbarton, Tobacco and Trust, Sin Compromiso, Selección No. 4, and the Davidoff, Winston Churchill, in Bellicoso, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. Our podcast is supported by the Fabrica 5 Cigar Company. It's a handcrafted and artisan story built with a strong foundation by two legends, Rob Isla of Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame, and Cuban master blender Hamlet Paredes. The entire line is crafted by Rob and Hamlet and refined with feedback from a hard-nosed tasting panel, the Friends of El Habano Forum, and smokers like you. You can jump on the FOH forum right now and post reviews and comments that go straight to the powers that be. They're already fantastically priced, but exclusive to Lizard listeners. Fabrica 5 is offering 10% off Puro Desnudo Ninfas N7, five packs and 50 count bundles using promo code FAB5, that's F-A-B-5, right now at Fabrica005.com. Plus, worldwide free shipping from Miami on all orders over 125 bucks US. This offer only lasts one more week. Again, use code FAB5 for 10% off Ninfa's five packs and 50 count bundles for the next week at Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. You must be 21 years of age or older to order Fabrica5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo. Tonight, I'm joined by Rooster, Pooba, Pagoda, and Bam Bam, and our plan is to smoke a couple cigars, drink some bourbon, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 102nd official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke two short cigars tonight, share our thoughts on them, and give you our formal lizard ratings. We discuss the long history of Punch and the 15-year history of Liga Pravada. We talk about the top cigar brands at brick-and-mortar shops in the U.S., and we try a 100-proof accessible bourbon, all among a variety of other things for the next two hours. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair nine years age Knob Creek bourbon with Punch Short to Punch and Liga Pravada Unico Siri Papas Fritas. A double header tonight on the pod for our third short smoke special. We have a Cuban and a non-Cuban. We're going to start with the Cuban, of course. This is a Petit Robusto. It's called the Punch, Short to Punch. Its factory name is uh, Paresos, and it's a 50 ring gauge cigar by four and three quarters inches. This is going to be a lot of fun tonight. I'm very excited. You I, know why? I love the double header. I love a double header, and I have never had the Papas Fritas, and I haven't had this. No? In several years. You've never had the Papa's Fritas. The Papa's Fritas is good, man. Oh, you're going to love it. I you, can't yeah. wait. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I, I, I'm so excited. We've had those cigars now for a few weeks, and they've been staring at me in the humidor, and nice. I haven't touched them. So I'm very excited to try it. But first, boys, let's cut this thing. See, we're getting on the cold draw on the wrapper, of course. Mm. Mm, that's a good yeah. smelling and... Tasting cigar on the cold draw. I do love this short to punch. 
I know you do. I've said that many times. I think Rooster does as well. I do too. Yeah. I, I love, had I one love of these punch punch. I love short the punch. There's a nutty peanut buttery thing that happens yeah. with it if you get the right one. And I got a dimple. I do too. I do too. What was the uh, box code on these, Bam? This is an RAT. Yep. 2020. Excellent. It's yeah. Partagas, right? Uh, that's uh, La Corona, which is the mother yeah. factory of punch. Mm. All right, boys. Let's love like this code. thing. The punch, short to punch. Petit Robusto out of Cuba. So 50 ring gauge by four and three quarters inch cigar. These cigars retail for what, Bam? About 20 bucks now, 25 bucks a stick? Probably $23 yeah. a stick and change. Yeah. If you get them with a few years of age, obviously you're going to pay a little bit of a premium, but. Yeah. Now, they smoke great nothing, young. Nothing under 20 bucks. No. Yeah. And I bought these, I've had these for a few years, of course, so they were a lot less expensive back in the day. This cigar, I've had, I've yet to take a puff on the light. It's delicious, dude. It's really nice on the right. Mm. Very good. Very Cuban. Very Cuban. <sighs> and very slight pungent. It does have a little like. I love that though. I want to call it a twang, honestly. I think it has a little bit of a yeah, the front of your tongue, salty twang. Yeah, that's it's what it, I'm saying. It, like right salty. on the light, you know, it's it tastes very uh it tastes very Cuban to me. It has, gonna, the, it has the floral thing too. Yeah, I'm launching right into Puba tonight. You do. I know that you frown upon this marca. No, no, no. I bit. don't frown upon a it at bit. all. A I don't bit. frown upon it at all. I just don't buy a lot of them. <laughs> it's not a frown. Okay. <laughs> Puba, turn that frown upside down. There is no <laughs> frown to turn upside down. <laughs> all right. I'm neither here nor there. I have to give you. I'm everywhere. I got to give you a 2014 punch punch. It'll t- change your mind. Mm. That is a good cigar. It is so good. I'll trade you for a 2014 D4. I do love Done. the punch punch. Mm. Awesome. It's awesome. We did that on the podcast. It was actually the first. Actually, I think that was the second punch we did because we did the Punch Mantua, the Italian regional. We did that on the Christmas episode in 2021, if, mm. if you can believe it, more than two years ago. Uh, we didn't rate that cigar. And then we did Punch Punch, the, I believe that's a Corona Gorda, correct? Mm-hmm. Or just a Corona Especial? I don't remember. Um, but we did that on episode 20. Corona Gorda, I believe. Uh, pretty early on. I really like the size. Yeah, it's yeah. a short little Robusto. Somewhat Hermoso-esque. Yeah. Somewhat Hermoso-esque. I'm getting an excellent draw and a Me great too. smoke out, but this yeah. is fantastic. It's nice. It's nutty. Yep. A little Very cedar. Pleasant. little floral. I'm not getting the peanut butter thing yet, Bam, which was certainly the note that I was expecting given my prior experience with these a few years ago on the retro you do get it got it yeah this is really nice i'm getting i'm no, i'm getting like it's sweet it's it's a little bit nutty so when you get that salty that sweet and savory type thing happening that's that's pretty that's complex pretty, cigar. pretty nice man. yeah that's a nice thing like i light this up i'm happy yeah you do get that nutty note mm-hmm. kind of like a to me it's more like a walnut right now yeah, yeah. It's more that than an almond or a... Yeah. Yeah, it is nice. It's it is. It's true. really yeah, nice, past, and it's a little salty, too. Yeah. It's really great. Like that, that It gives you that... Really, that that Cuban flavor profile that we all love. There's something about the lingering... When you push the draw out, the way that it sits on the front of your tongue is very interesting. Wow. It's... if I would say it's pretty unique, even for Cuban cigars. Like this... It you know, doesn't will, taste like anything else. I'll go out on a limb and say that the short to punch is a little different than most other Cuban cigars, and I can't put my finger as to why. 
but it's a, it's unique. You know, I'm finding a little, a little bit of creaminess on the top of my palate as well. Like it's really just taken over and filled it up. It's excellent. It's a good cigar. It's the one provided it stays this way. I do like the like like you said. I like the word pungent or the kind of sour thing that's happening i like that about the cigar that's what this has and i think if the complexity wasn't there in the way that we've described it it'd be awful it would be awful but i think it kind of adding another layer of complexity yeah makes the cigar 10 times more interesting right it's that savory sweet with that pungent and saltiness that you get that makes it a pretty pretty good smoke to see how it builds you know what this kind of tastes like to me right now you know like um like the mix you have at the bar with like peanuts pretzels (laughs) Yes. And then there's that little brown thing, the little like brown cracker thing in it. Yep. The flat cracker. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like a, big, a bar mix. It's like, it's like a bagel chip. Yes. Of sorts. It's kind of like that to me. It tastes like that right now. It's a very uh, distinguished note there, boys. Yeah. Yes. So this cigar was announced in February 2019 at the Habanos Festival. Uh, it was the first new punch release announced in years. And it was actually the first regular production of Robusto in the market ever. Which is crazy that Punch didn't have a Robusto. I didn't know that this cigar was so young. Yeah, they only released this four announced it four years ago. It didn't come out till this is probably one of the first batches. So you're telling me I have two 2019 boxes. Yep. That's the first year release. That's the first year of release. Really? Yep. Wow. Thank you for sharing. It's it's like a first edition. Yeah, man. It's it's like a first (laughs) edition of a book. That's crazy. And you know, the thing that of course we'd look for is like, what do these taste like with age? Yeah. This is the max age right now. So it's far. 2019, 2020. Yes. You know, so we'll see how it does. And then when we revisit this in a few years, right? you know, we'll see how they age right. um, with a little more time on them. It's medium bodied. It, it's it so far. Um, we'll see how it builds. But if you're looking for something that's approachable and uh, kind of medium full flavored, medium strength it's it's right there i mean it kind of hits those checks the box for me maybe it's a before dinner cigar yeah yep. you yep. know you, you have a little bit of time you're going to sit down and before dinner you're going to have a quick you know a quick cocktail this would slot in nicely unless all of a sudden it turns into like something super strong down the stretch <laughs> which i don't think it will rooster um, you've had a lot of these Mm-hmm. You and I probably smoke more of, the, of these than anyone in the group. Yeah, I, I love us, those us too. Yeah. Do you smoke it with a coffee? Is that kind of the pairing for you? Mm-hmm. Smoke everything with a coffee. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Yeah, this, love, to me, is like coffee. a great coffee cigar on a Saturday morning. Yeah. yeah. So it's you know, obviously pairing. we're doing, you know, it's getting colder weather now. So, yep. you know, we're moving into to, to, to fall and winter. Obviously, the intention here of doing this hoodie weather, hoodie weather, baby, we're back. <laughs> we are so back. Now, <laughs> I, I would just like to state for the record, I don't refer to fall as hoodie weather. I don't. I do. I don't <laughs> really own hoodies, um, but you do. When it gets like, <laughs> <laughs> but you do. <laughs> when it's fifties and sixties, man, and I can comfortably rock a, a yeah, hoodie, man. a great hoodie. I yeah. like a good hoodie. I don't like a cheap hoodie. I like a really high quality hoodie. There's no better time of the year than when I can rock a hoodie. Yeah. I'm like a vest guy. You're a vest guy. So, okay, I go hoodie instead of vest. I love vests. I'm a vest guy. I do too. I do love vests. Now, I had back to school night last week from one of my kids, Uh and I I can't tell you how many dads walking around the school with hoodies on. 
No oh, way. with hoodies, really? no vest. Usually, yeah. vest is the especially way. in town, like in, in town. where I live. Yeah. It's, it's, I was surprised. It's like the dad uniform you put on. Yeah, but you these... put on like the zip up vest. The khakis. I'll tell you something. Though. Yeah, the, I'll some tell khakis. You, and... A few guys had a cool pair of shoes, nice jeans, and a, and a hoodie. It looked good. Hey, I'm I'm gonna try it. Come on, Bam. I'm I'm gonna try. Come it. to the dark side, baby. I, I might do it. I don't know, Bam. You're regressing. It's very much. <laughs> It's very Mark Zuckerberg. Was I that far ahead? He's very Mark Zuckerberg. And for that reason, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. To, give you, to give you an idea, guys. I'm more Orvis. I'm more Orvis. I'm more outdoorsy, Orvis, nice. Orvis outdoors kind of uh, non-tech. Pagoda's making a statement. No, I yeah. was just saying that Bam is uh, always impeccably dressed. <laughs> Come true. on. And to see him in a hoodie would be a sight. That is not true. It would be. Have a, you ever seen him? Come same. on. And by the way, I have seen I, Bam I, in a hoodie. Actually. Can I? Can I? Yes, I've had. I've had hoodies on. I'd like to editorialize, um, Pagoda. I like whatever these slip-ons are. The I like are cool. them, and I like the socks. What's what? What's going on? I have no idea, man. <laughs> you have <laughs> multicolored socks on and these nice slip-ons. What nice are those? Kicks. What are those kicks? Poopa's kicks are cold nice. hounds. Kohan, Kohan. It's like a sneaker. You guys on. all have great shoes on. I've got the cheapest pair of $19 Target. I wear these on my job sites because they're so cheap, but they look fairly presentable. They when do. I'm they look nice. This yeah. doesn't look $19. 19 bucks. You can't buy a no. sandwich. No, no. I tell Mrs. $19. Bam Bam, get me 10 of these because they get ruined on job sites. <laughs> I don't wear. Yeah, you could break. You're on a job site. You're wearing that. You're gonna break your well, foot off. For the listener, this depending is like on the a. Job. This Wait, is like a beach shoe. Depends you're, on the job. You're on a construction site. Mm -hmm. You should be wearing steel-toed shoes or nah. something. Isn't that one of the requirements? When he I'm just on walks site, around and charges people. He I just do. like hands I mean, people a nail, in voices. A nail could go right through that. <laughs> no, no. So my our sites are impeccably clean at all fucking times. Isn't that one of the ocean? Yeah, you could still yes. step on a nail or some shit, Dunk. Right, yeah. bro? I'm sure he's wearing got, the jockstrap. He's got guys in day. front of him. <laughs> all day. He's got like, you know, like they do in curling. When the yeah, curling, I have curling thing, guys in front of him. He's curling guys sweeping his I every feel step. Like, I feel like he just, like, off his iPhone, he just, like, he just text messages and emails invoices to people. That's what I do. Just like, here you go. Here I you go. This, going, this job's <laughs> over. This job's over. This job's, over, this job's over this job's over estimate this job's over net 30 net 30 net 30 net 30 net 30 net 30 it's also 20 percent over net 30 that's right you're not lying boys this cigar is really good man yeah this is really good i could get used to this, this yeah is great. i am i am yeah. uh i'm i'm happy that we're doing this tonight because like i said i would not have reached for this this cigar, I, if I'm reaching for anything in punch, I'm going for the Corona, the punch punch. I mean, it's unusual because if you take your time with it and you get a faint whiff, you'll get some peanut butter. It's just strange. The construction is terrific. Yeah. Nice you cigar. know what? I, you know, for the size of the cigar, this this 50 by a little under five, like there's actually quite a bit of tobacco in there, but it's it's not heavy. No. But you can tell like it's, it's dense. It's dense. It's dense. Yeah, you know, it's packed well. You it, you know it reminds me like isn't Ras around the same size? Mm, slightly I think Ras is, is a, is a traditional longer. robusto, is at it? five or five yeah five inches I believe I think it's fifty by five so it hasn't it's not much it just has another quarter inch on it. What is reminiscent is that there is toothiness to this wrapper. There is that you can reminisce to that Ras possibly the Ras is a bit more rustic than this I think and a light lighter depending on the batch. And the thing about this too, you know, versus some of the let's call it higher end or more premium Cuban cigars, 
this, you can very clearly see the seams, the, the seams, the veins, yeah. you know, yeah. like the wrapper that they choose for this specific cigar is not perfect, no. but, but who cares? Who gives a, sh yeah, who cares? Yeah. It's not a gorgeous cigar, but it's, it's not, it's a handsome cigar. But when it smokes like this, I don't care what it looks it's like. It's delicious. Excellent. And I like the size. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's, it's well, this, like Puba said, it slots in great before dinner. It's perfect for that 45 to an hour. If the wife's kibitzing around, sit down yeah. and have a cigar. I mean, I, I smoke this in the morning sometimes with a cup of coffee, and it's yeah, it's, it goes so it well with the coffee. Spot. Yeah, it does. And you know, it's almost like what you'd want a hoyo to taste like, but yeah, don't you wish? Uh, yeah, it, it, but but it doesn't. Yeah, you know, it like uh, you never get this in a hoyo. I don't want to. I don't want to start to bash. Uh, <laughs> we did that a couple episodes with the Epicure Number One. Yeah, I wasn't oh, here for that. You weren't man. good. Good for you. It was very weak. Mm -hmm. What was it? What were the? What was the age? What was the number? Four or five years. Was it really? Yeah, it was legit. Because I have a bundle of those. Maybe I have ten or something. Epi Hold on, on that, that I just like tied up in a ribbon. Well, you and I and like bought, put them no, back. No, no, you and I bought. Did we split a box split a or box. something? Years ago, and probably twenty nineteens. Yeah. And I put them in the back of my humidor and I just tied them up in a ribbon. Like Leave a, them there. An old Ramona Lunas ribbon. I just tied them up in a bundle and just put them in the back. We got left out. Um, <laughs> you may have been lucky, dude. That was I actually mean, the first box split I did with you. We did that at the old lounge. You and I bought that box. That's a long and time they're ago. And they're just sitting there. I haven't had one. I bet but it good. sounds like I shouldn't. So this cigar, <laughs> don't touch it. Switching topics. Yeah. Some age on that guy. Back to, back to some goodness. This cigar... Like I said, was announced in February 19, released in 19, as we discussed. It was released simultaneously to the markup being reclassified into the value category uh, of Habanos alongside brands like Bolivar, Ramon Ionis, and Trinidad. It used to be in the multi-local category, but they elevated it when they revamped the brand in 2019. Trinidad is a value market? I don't think so. As of today, <laughs> according to Habanos classification... It's still a value, but I'm assuming they're, tr you know, they can't elevate it likely to a global brand. I mean, that's the only, that's the only up. This is right under global is value. So there's no in between. You mentioned Trinidad. How was that? Trinidad is next to this in the value brand. This. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. They don't know what the word value means. I mean, a $2,200 fundy box. <laughs> Not value. value. Look, there is no value. Everything is expensive yeah, and overpriced. I, I think that's the, uh, the case across yeah. the entire Habanos catalog. Yeah, exactly. So, uh. These cigars are only come in semi-boit nature boxes of 10. Uh, and as we know, Punch also has a very successful budget brand in the non-Cuban market owned by General Cigar, often represented, of course, by the Joker or Jester kind of uh, character that they have. <laughs> how you know, how those are those? Those little figurines. I've I never had one. I haven't they're had, found in gas I stations. I have had them. They're, pre they're, remember, they're on the cheaper end. Of, they're not very good. Are they? I they're remember on the when I first met a bunch of you, you were you had all New World punches in your hands. No, no. Someone no. in here did. Not me. <laughs> that, that's me. Not me. That's a gas station cigar for yeah, sure. It's not good. It's not, not good, right? Yeah. I've never <laughs> smoked. I've roosters corroborating. Roosters pointing at me. I've never smoked a punch. No, 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 I'm just you know. I'm. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that, but oh, okay. you know, if you're saying, I it, thought I saw that in the uh, old no, yeah. no. There was another mem There was a I'm member of our lounge uh, who smoked yes. those early on. That's true too. I don't yeah. think they were sold at that lounge. They weren't. No, and they're not. No, and they no. shouldn't be. They should yeah. never be. So quite different uh, is the Cuban story, and we did a we talked a little bit about this. When we did the Punch Punch episode, which was 
almost 100 episodes ago. I think it was episode 20. Um, you know, so the punch brand was established around 1840. It was very, very popular in England. Its branding came from Mr. Punch, who was a character on a popular puppet show, uh, which was very popular in England, uh, as well as it was taken from classic uh, royal imagery, you know, you know, and the king, you know, the jesters and jokers and whatnot. So that's where that came from. Right. And that's why that budget non-Cuban punch brand uses that jester. That's If you right. go to a store yeah. that sells punch, they'll often have the bobblehead figurine of the right. little punch guy. It's, I remember this because I think I did the brand history in episode 20 for punch. I think you, I think did. you did. That's right. How am I doing? <laughs> You're doing well. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I'm doing well. <laughs> the market was owned by Manuel Lopez Fernandez uh, via his company, Juan Valle Isia, from 1884 until 1925. And actually, his name is still incorporated into the sum of the punch branding and logos. So the main punch logo, not the one you see on the cigar itself on the band, but I believe the box and certainly, you know, the flagship brand has his name, Manuel Lopez, in the logo. Okay. Once a uh, major brand, many punch models were cut after the severe blue mold crisis uh, in the early 1980s, and punch kind of took a major dive after that. How many Vitolas? They dropped a lot. Yeah. They dropped a lot. How many do they have now? We can go through how many they have now. Um, I'll read them off to you. The current line uh, has seven. We can go through them. Uh, the Coronations, which is a Petite Corona 42 by 129, only comes in a tubo. The Petite Coronations, hmm. which is also a Petite Corona, same in a tubo as well in a dress box. Um, they have the Double Corona, which is an excellent cigar. I actually have those keyed up for us. I like those. Early next I've year. I've only had one my entire life. I'd love to get a box of those. Yeah, we're going to do that early next year. Um, I actually already have those. That's a very cool cigar, by the way. It is. Yeah. It's the same size as the Lusitania. That's the awesome. Bolivar Coronas Gigantes and, and the Hoyo de Monterey Double Corona. Also, they have the Punch 48, which is a La Casa del Habano exclusive. Uh, Hermosos Number no. 3, Grand Corona, 48 by 5.5. The Short to Punch, obviously, which we're smoking tonight, which is a Paraisos 50 ring gauge by 4 and 3 quarters. And they have a new one coming out, announced in 2020. Of course, it's not out yet. It's going to be either a dress box of 50 cigars, uh, and they're also going to have 10 aluminum tins of five. It's called the Triunfos, Petite Corona. So I would think that that's going to be very similar to the Partagas and Upman, I believe, has those tins. Uh, or maybe Hoyo does those those five pack tins. Yes, oh, the Capitals, the Capitals. Had them. I think yeah. it's going to be the, the same. And then the worst release that R and J ever put out was the. Uh, they were just absolutely terrible. What were those called? I like the Upman Tin the, Five. The, the, uh, well, yeah, the Upman, those are great. Yeah, the yeah but that's a different one. That's I a know. different Size. kind of thing. That's true. The didn't R and J put out something in the tin at the same time that the Partagas Capitals came out? Which, by the way. I feel like I have some of those. We do. You and I split that box as well. And uh, I don't know. They were really not very good when they first came out. The uh, the Julieta is a small Panatella that comes in a five-pack aluminum tin. Oh, the Club Kings. The Club That's Kings. That's what you're thinking of. Just mm-hmm. absolutely from, terrible. From just, uh, Romeo. They were just terrible. Don't I mean, for- with no potential. The Capitol had some potential. <laughs> I mean, maybe we revisited at some point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe With, about maybe 20 years. In, in, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't like so bad. It's Partagas. I mean, it wasn't like it was 
so terrible it was just so it was so young it tasted so mm. young uh you're not done with the um vitola list are you that's it punch that's punch, punch you didn't mention were... you didn't mention punch punch i didn't mention punch punch nope oh, sorry about that bam that is of nope. course the punch punch headliner the coronas gordas uh 46 by five and five eighths inches you are correct and what i love about that cigar not only is its size but it comes in the dress box of 25 it yep. also comes in the aluminum tubes of 10 used to come in a slide lift lid box of 50, 50 which is they come in a 50 cap but D- discontinued I, in 2017 the 50, 50 cap? cap yeah yeah they don't make those anymore oh uh, you got them rooster yeah, rooster has a 2014 but i love that wait a minute you have three 50 cabs 2014 share the wealth what the hell <laughs> Oh, I'm going to talk to you offline. 2014. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to have an offline conversation. But the tubos in that punch punch. What do you mean we're going to have an offline conversation? What does that even mean? <laughs> he wants to fight Rooster. We're going to make a deal. <clears throat> Get some cigars. I'll make you a deal. You can't refuse. <laughs> but speaking of small cigars, though. so Well, not that this is really small. It's, it's short. It's dimin- not small. It's somewhat dimin- diminutive in stature. But the part of short. To me, is the best small cigar out there. Half Corona for me. Uh, well, um, Ramon. what the uh, Demita, the, the Club uh, Corona, the Club Corona, small Club Corona. Yeah, we did that. Club Corona. We did that on a previous. We did. Yes, we did. Uh, yeah. Short smoke special. I brought that to the group. I mean, yes, I was the one who went, who brought it, it in. Like a, I love the cigar. Yeah, he I introduced mean, Puba. Introduced me to that cigar, and and it was it's a it's a great, uh, great smoke. But I think pound for pound, though, if you're talking like something that really outpunches his weight class, I mean, a part of good short out of a, out of a good cabinet with some age on it. I love dude, that cigar. I think that cigar is I do the love best. That cigar. I think that cigar, for, it's let's classy. Put actually. its size aside. I think that stands up to any cigar in the Habanos catalog, regular production. As far as quality smoke, yeah, the part of good short is right there. But the it, it, and it's what so I love good. about it is it truly has the best of Partagas DNA in it. It's not an offshoot like no. so many other sh- small cigars, even with long filler in the Habanos catalog. They just aren't in the same line. No. This is right next to any of the best yep. of Partagas, in it, my it, opinion. In my opinion, too. I, so, I you know, it's funny. A lot of people that smoke the half Corona and that Partagas short, they're going to immediately say half Corona. I have, uh, by the way, for the, for the listener out there, we're talking about the H. H. Upman half Corona. Half Corona. Right. And, and the, the part, part of the short. short. Now, the reason for that, this is just my opinion. If, you're not, if you haven't smoked Cuban cigars for very long, that part of the short is a more sophisticated cigar. And there's beautiful, subtle notes in that cigar that you chase. It takes a guy that smoked or a girl that smoked cigars, Cubans for a while, to actually capture that. Where the H upman, it's like a hammer, and it hits you with flavor yeah, thank right away. You for that hammer in my stomach. Right no, no, now. <laughs> I, I hear you. But the Partagas short is a more sophisticated cigar. But from the point of view of flavor, and I love the flavor of that cigar. But it takes a seasoned oh, guy to really get but it. Does it. I think. Does it need, I think need more age. You think the Partagas? That I don't know. Sure. I, I don't know. I mean, it needs some, but I. It, but but so does the. Uh, the half corona is a lighter cigar yes it is it's a much lighter bodied cigar the partigas short is to me is is more complex it, mm-hmm. it, it it's it's just got a lot more to There's it more complexity than, for sure. than, 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 than the half corona which gives you those up flavors in a very abbreviated way 
those kind of dessert flavors where it's not as subtle you, you kind of get like the part of the short like just punches out of its weight class in my opinion oh. in terms of what it delivers so i i love the d6 yeah, I mean, do D6 I. is Love like a concentrated flavors of the D4, D4 into a D6, into a smaller that's correct. format. Yeah. And it's awesome. Well, that's that, that I agree. And the presentation's great. Yeah. I've got an aged box of those, and they're fantastic. They're we should 20, do that. 15s. We should do that on the short smoke special in the winter. Please. In February or you know January. Yeah, please. We, should we should do, do the Partagas D6. We should do the Monty, the Media Corona. Media Corona. That's a good Media one Corona a with nice the... D six yeah. as a as one episode. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was here, but speaking of like shorter cigars, did we did we review if we did, I wasn't here. Did we review the Monte Cristo um no. number two, the short one? What's no, it called the again? Petite number two. The never, petite number we two. Did, did we, we ever that. do that cigar? No. no. I think that that's a sleeper, maybe. So the part of the short, by the way, we did on episode 16. It got an 8.0. Great score. Yeah. Which is an it's, appropriate it's score. An appropriate score. That's, that's yeah. it's an elite score. Well, the thing I like about the part of the short is that despite its name, you can get an hour, hour five, hour, t- hour 10 out of that cigar if you don't smoke it terribly fast. You're absolutely you right. You can get a real, it's a real value in and that that's, cigar. And that's where the complexity of that it. cigar comes in. Because of it's so complex and the flavors are so subtle, you're chasing, it has you're taking a long, your time. It has a much longer finish than yeah. a half Corona. It's yeah. a great smoke. Yeah. Where the half Corona, it's all flavor and you're going through it really quick. That's how I smoke that cigar. So yeah, uh, the Mother Factory, like we said, of Punch... Uh, the cigar we're smoking tonight is uh, La Corona, which we were so fortunate to tour a few times when we've been to Cuba. Punch obviously gets uh, a lot of special releases and is very popular for regional editions. And I think the thing that I've, you know, kind of, we talked about this on a previous episode when we did Punch, but I think the brand name Punch itself kind of le- leads people to believe that it's going to punch you in the face <laughs> really you know? yeah i mean when i hear punch i think like this is going to punch you in the face it's aggressive you get the cer- assumption you yeah. get the assumption that it's an aggressive brand yeah. name but <laughs> i don't think it certainly aligns with the 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 name uh the, the flavor no. profile on the cigar no however i've not had the non-cuban version of it so i don't know uh, nor do you want if to. those are rough <laughs> yeah i haven't really smoked many of those. so so the other thing that's cool about this cigar too is this was cigar aficionados number five cigar of 2020 Really? Yeah, made the top five. Amazing. Food. That you know that legitimizes the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> really, just that. You know what? That validates every all the. You know what? We can keep going tonight. tonight. You know what? <laughs> you know, thank Puba is going to throw his that, short to punch against the wall now. <laughs> you know, that really validates everything. Is this the cigar that Mark give me a break? Mark Wahlberg smokes. Oh boy! Oh, <laughs> I don't understand. All right, so for the listener, let's just tee it up here. That's bullshit. We lizards are a little frustrated that Cigar Aficionado puts out a big episode and is sending us emails every day with two-minute clips of an interview with Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, for the cover of Cigar Aficionado with Marvin R. Shankin, who I don't know a bigger fan of Marvin R. Shankin than Marvin R. Shankin, this guy. Yeah. Okay. The guy doesn't smoke cigars. Nope. So can I, can I, can I caveat something? I really like mark Wahlberg in terms of as an actor yeah i think like his ethos is in like he stands on his own two feet he works his ass hollywood he works Mm -hmm. his ass off i think the guy makes good movies he's talented 
and he actually like stand he actually mm-hmm. stands for what he believes and he in. Came and in from this nothing. world he came from nothing he yeah. did but yeah. he, he was he's been a success since he was a teenager but my point is is that like he stands on his own two feet and he says this is what i stand for whether you agree with him or not i'm down with that because this is america and like like I'm th- he moved out of hollywood and he moved out to i think nevada somewhere um anyway I, i'm down with his actual me too like I have his no whole problem. scene i have no problem with it but like i just don't think he should be on the cover of a of cigar aficionado when he doesn't, he doesn't yeah. smoke cigars. It's absolutely disingenuous. That's all. It's yeah. disingenuous. By the way, I don't it's a he, problem with the publication. I don't have a problem. I don't think with Mark he drinks Wahlberg. either. So the, that angle, he has a tequila company, which is what they're He's pushing. He's got a drink. I don't think he does. I don't think he drinks that much. God bless him if he doesn't. But I mean, you know, more power to him. But yeah. uh, how do you promote a tequila brand? Well, we yeah, you have to fact check that shit. I'll fact check it. He's got a drink if he's got a tequila brand. Yeah, but how are you in Cigar Aficionado when you don't smoke cigars? That's the problem I have. That's awful. And the way that the magazine cuts the interview up into these two-minute clips and they're sending an email every day, here's what Mark Wahlberg thinks about his movies. Here's what he thinks about his early career. Here's Just just put the interview out. Like, uh, you're peppering the inbox with a guy who doesn't even celebrate this hobby. Let me ask. I didn't, so I did not read the full article, um, but... It's, is, a, it's effectively is, a, the, is the tequila is is he using are they using a, a, a diffuser or are they actually it doesn't wrote, even, it doesn't even get no into clue, that no it doesn't clue. even get into that what it, it's it's a, just a career retrospective what, tell me about making this movie tell me about making that movie that's the whole article ah. the cover of you know of I, our cigar. but they don't and then they just plug his tequila, plug the tequila. that's all yep. it is it's a yep. marketing ploy marketing thing you know and listen to your point i'm a big mark Wahlberg guy me too one of the top three movies when it's on the television the departed i stop that's a great movie i the departed is a little more intense than this one hear me out hear me out ted (laughs) oh i know what it is boogie nights did you ever see shooter Yes, a shooter. That's a great yeah. movie. Oh yes, yeah, shooter's, okay. shooter's one of those movies. When it's on TNT, yeah, you got to stop. It's an instant stop, dude. Lone Survivor, Lone Survivor. But that's a little heavy too. For you it know, heavy. emotionally heavy. It's shooter's heavy. just a fun. I'm gonna go out and just take some people out. Great movie. The guy's a great guy. It's cigar aficionado. That's it's the problem. That that's you know like, but he doesn't smoke cigars. When you look at the comment section on every post the cigar aficionado has put up. Almost every comment from readers of Cigar Aficionado who are commenting on these Instagram posts are saying exactly the same thing we are. That's right. So to put someone on the, the magazine and and someone who doesn't smoke cigars, makes, think about cigars, talk no about sense. cigars, makes no sense. You're disrupting the trust that you have with your readership, your right. subscribers. Right. Well, honestly, are, look, they've lost the, they've lost the trust years ago. The way they rate their cigars, right? That's a whole nother conversation. It's just, it's an odd decision. You can't say no to that guy's agent because that guy, because Mark, whoever his agent is, represents the top 10 to 20 A-list celebrities mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. And he probably just is like, you know, this guy wants to talk about, he want you know, this is part of the PR swing. Yeah, he's talking about. I, he, I get what he, you're you know, saying. I get he's talking about. How do you say no to this drink? guy's agent? <laughs> he just doesn't belong on, on CA. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's he should enough. be on Wine Spectator. Yeah, agreed. Which because is it, also a look. He's selling know, a tequila. Magazine. He's trying to sell a right. tequila. Right. He's not selling uh, cigars. Very difficult to say no. You're not saying could, no, though. You're not. You're just not putting him in CA. You're just putting him in another publication. How right? do I say no to this? So you think CA has a much larger subscribership compared to? No, Wine, I'm saying that Wine this Spectator. whoever the, 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 his management. You say no, that, then it trickles through, and then he. He's thinking, I'm not going to get access to this other guy or to this other guy because the agent, his representation is going to hold a grudge. Can I I just say, here's my thinking on Marvin Shankin when Mark Wahlberg's agent calls, is I'm going to put this guy on my cover and I'm going to sell way more magazines because the people that are walking through the magazine shop at Barnes & Noble, they're going to pick this up and buy it. That's Mm -hmm. what he's thinking. That's the yes. Simple Uh, enough. He wants to sell magazines. He wants to sell magazines. Yeah, he wants to sell magazines. Simple enough. But, but and he wants the clicks, and he wants the video views, mm-hmm. and he wants the attention. And I get all that. I'm fine with all of it. It's just what we do and what we have here in this very niche community, and you put the name of the magazine, the Cigar Aficionado, just talk about cigars for 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. I, I disagree I, slightly because yeah. I don't think it's about selling individual books that month. I think it's about him saying no and having access in the future that's repercussions that's what i'm saying yeah repercussions i get it it. but i think it's dumb it is dumb i was very irritated when i got that Mm -hmm. i think it's dumb too yeah rooster what were you saying no i was gonna agree with uh puba about you know if he says no to mark Wahlberg, he might be cutting off that whole agency he's pissing them off and that kind of that's yeah. Marvin Chang's whole business. Yeah, he's you know, got it sells the- magazines because by putting celebrities' faces on the on the cover. That's correct. He, so. I, I guarantee you, six ways to Sunday. I guarantee you, six ways to Sunday. He th- that same PR people and the same agency, the, the same representation is is rep or people that that he's already had on the cover and he doesn't right. want to have to get cut off. That's got to be it. You know, in the meantime, I'm washing this delicious short to punch down with this decent spirit that we're drinking right now. <laughs> I don't know about decent. <laughs> That's decent. It's a spirit for sure. Oh, come it's a on. decent bourbon. It's a nine-year-age Knob Creek tonight. Honestly, this uh, the first sip was rough, but Pagoda, it, it is getting better and better. It is. It's improving. I agree with you. It's actually now that's settling in nicely with this short to punch. It's, it's I'm totally actually fine. enjoying it's it. It's a cinnamon bomb. Yeah, yeah. exactly. As as, I'll be honest, as far as bourbon goes, bro, for 32 bucks, you can't beat that. That's pretty damn good. And the reason why I pulled this in, in thinking about short smoke specials, you know, sitting outside in the cold, smoking a cigar. At the fire pit? What's going to warm you up around the fire? That a, works. A bourbon, a, a, you know, a hundred proof bourbon. 100%. With a with a good cigar or two yeah. in tonight's case, I mean, this is perfect for that. I like we it. we do need a lot of ice with us. You do and need a lot I, of. I ice. think I had yes, a need and I just couldn't hack it, or maybe I was switching, uh, you know, mm. from Belvenie to this. So I, I think <laughs> you're such <laughs> an elitist. It's got, a, it's got a dry finish. It tastes like cinnamon. It's nice. It's, it's, it's fine. It's pretty yeah. good. It's nice. Like I said, it's in sit the thirties. Sit by the fire. Yeah. It's barreled at 100 proof. This is the nine-year age. You know, not much of a story, unfortunately, on the Knob Creek tonight. It's a Beam Suntory product, ownership obviously based in Japan. We did the Suntory Japanese whiskey, yes, among did. some others. It's produced at the Jim Beam factory in Claremont, Kentucky, and shares a very similar recipe to Jim Beam, but obviously benefits from more age. I think it's a kind of an offshoot of Jim Beam with just the age statements on it. It was founded in 1992. It was named after... Knob Creek Farm in LaRue County, Kentucky, which this is pretty cool, 
It's named after where President Abraham Lincoln was born and spent his childhood. Wow. So that's what this bourbon's named after. In 2009, the brand ran into a well-publicized shortage uh, due to their under-forecasting of their production in the year 2000, which obviously is nine years prior uh, when the bourbon started aging. And then because of that, it lasted so long, it lasted more than eight eight or nine years. In 2016, due to the continuing shortages and increased bourbon consumption, because as we've talked about there's been a, a bourbon whiskey boom over the last 15 years. Yeah, huge uptick. Uh, they actually removed the age statement from the bottle for four years. Really? Yeah, so there was no age statement for quite some time, and then it returned to saying it was nine-year aged in 2020 when they were able to catch well, up. Well, why did that happen? Because they were they were so short on, they 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 under-forecasted how much consumption there was because of the nine-age thing okay. that they actually pulled the age statement and and were selling, I guess, younger younger blended stuff. Its sister brands, aside from Jim Beam, are Booker's, Baker's, and Basil Hayden, uh, which we've done on the, the pod. They also offer a single barrel reserve, which is bottled at 120 proof, a rye whiskey, a smoked maple bourbon, which I don't think that that would be something we would be trying on this podcast, and uh, other limited editions. The other one that I would try, though, uh, in 22, they introduced Knob Creek 18-year-old. Oh, yeah. Which is the oldest expression that they've released. So 18-year age, I'm curious, double this yeah. age, I I'm, I would think it'd be even a little smoother. I like this because it has, for me, a floral finish, and I think Puba's right on the money. It's cinnamon on the front yeah. for me. It's and, nice. And I think this cigar, as Puba was saying, the kind of medium to full It works body, with the short It actually punch. works perfectly Very with the nicely. cigar. It is actually working. Yeah. Uh, you know, now with the ice, and you're right, then mm-hmm. once it settles in, it's... Uh, Very drinkable. Yeah, uh, uh, more than drinkable, for sure. What, what's the price point? Uh, I think... Yeah, I got it for, I think, 32 on sale. I think normally it's around 37 That's a bargain. So that's a bargain, bargain, bargain bourbon. Yeah, it's With good. nine years' age on it. It's it's totally serviceable. I mean, um, anywhere. I mean, you, it's very good uh, for me. I, th- I think I would I would make Manhattans out of this for sure. Yeah, Knob Creek is good for cocktails. Yeah, right. Like like yeah, I could yeah. see I could I could see that pagoda because it's dry enough where it's not not closer to a rye, but you know how a rye yeah. is yeah. dry. So so if you mixed it in and you you know you're gonna add you're gonna add a little simple syrup or a sugar cube to make an old fashioned um, with some bitters. This isn't so sweet um, where it would mix, it would be great as a mix, you know, to do a mixed drink with. And it doesn't have, where some of that bourbon, to your point when mixing, it doesn't have that like odd aftertaste that I get sometimes on a bourbon that I don't love. Right. Like it's just kind of, right. the finish is is smooth, it's dry like he said, but it's mm-hmm. quick. It's clean. And it's not sticking around, which no. I like. Yeah. You know, and it, it, to me it's not coloring the flavor of the cigar much. I'm enjoying the combo tonight. I am too. So, what so do you far. what do you guys think of the cigar? We're over, you know, probably into the last third now, past the second, uh, the halfway point. I've had many of these, and I've never had a bad one. And I, I think this cigar just gets better as you smoke it. It's delicious for me. Mine has upticked, and I, I'm getting like yeah. a little bit of a spice now, which I'm liking. It is. It has picked up in strength a little bit. But again, to your point, like Tiny I've bit. never, never had a bad short to punch. Never. No draw issues. No plugs. Nothing. Yeah, yeah excellent yeah. draw. And the yeah. flavor, it's just yeah. so cool and unique. It's really, really good. It, it, it is. I, it's probably, 
um, doesn't get as much recognition as it deserves. It's a bit more complex up front, and then I think down the stretch for me gets a little bit like flat and one dimensional, but not in like a really terrible way. Not in a way that I don't like. It's well, just probably just a short finish that you're experiencing. Yeah, it's just not. I mean, it's but I, it's I, a really good serviceable cigar. Like it's just a really good daily kind of driver. I think he nailed it though. That's exactly. I didn't quite know how to put it. I'm kind of thinking about how to put that into words. I think that it has dropped in complexity mm. as it's kind of gone past the halfway point. But I'll be blunt, though. I, I, I kind of disagree a tiny, tiny bit because I still get that pungent note with a combination of fruit and floral. As far as I'm concerned, my humble opinion, that is the very definition of what a complex cigar can I just do. think it's dropped one level in complexity where right now I'm getting a little bit of the pungent thing and a little bit of spice. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of twangy, in really interesting thing on the front of my mouth has been taken over by the spice. So, and I'm not really getting much sweetness. Interesting. I don't So get I that. think it's just, I just think it's a little bit less complex at this point than okay. it was for but the first. But it's very much at the end. I it's mean, very it's, much it's there. It's very yeah. much at the end. That's a good so point. it's kind of like, good like point. It's, it's concluding, but it's not concluding in a bad way. It's just kind of, it's ending. It, it, it's, mm -hmm. which I think is okay. It's a short cigar. I'm going to smoke this for a couple more minutes and then I'm going to drop it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's just the upfront is the the first half or first two thirds are just more interesting than like the last third. Mm. Yeah, uh, it kind of just flattens out and becomes a little bit one dimensional. But I mean, I think for what it is, that's a that's perfectly okay. Hmm. Yeah, I was getting like these muted uh, floral flavors in the beginning, which is totally dissipated. Me yeah. too. I don't yeah. know. I need to hear Rooster on this because I have a little different. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> He's over here, by the way. So Rooster's relighting his cigar with what looks like a... He's going to singe his eyebrows. Out, by the way. <laughs> with a soft flame. Rooster, we'll be here when you're ready. <laughs> yeah, whenever you're ready. So, what were you saying? <laughs> I, I, think he need, I think he needs a whole no, episode for this. I think you and I love this cigar more than anyone in the room. I want to hear what your opinion is right now, where the cigar is. I mean, I kind of agree with the guys what they're, what they're saying about the cigar. It's not... To me, it's not flat right now. I, don't, I agree. I don't see it as flat. But it has changed in profile a little yeah, the, bit. Yeah, the spice you, is You up. know, the notes that we were getting in the beginning. Yeah, true. You're, those have kind of, you know. Dissipated. Those are dissipated or mm. subdued a little bit, you know, at this point. I, I, but it's, it's picked it's up the, in strength. I don't know if it's nicotine or like you're getting more tobacco. It could be. It's just, it's, it's like we had this robust flavor profile we talked about. It's true. And somebody just threw a blanket over it. Yeah, you're well, not wrong. It's a little bit of tar. It's a little bit of like youthy youngness that just is introducing itself at the end here that just mm. isn't as interesting as the front and i and think which isn't unusual that's not, I, that's you true. know it's kind of just not it's a little it's a it's showing a little bit of its youth i think that this a few more years maybe or something that mm. would this would smooth out and become maybe a little bit more interesting it's I think the smell at the burn line right now is actually more interesting to me than the draw. That has always been good from the beginning and still pretty good. Yeah, I think the I think the smell at the burn line maintained its its. I agree. Interesting note to my nose, but and that's important. It is, but it's just not. It's not. No, but it's working really well with the spirit. It is. Yeah, it like is. right it now, is. I think if you have like a sip. So that's the, just it. The repuff, it's, it's actually. Yeah, that spice, this spirit cuts that peppery note that you're getting in the cigar really nicely. Yeah, I think like the last inch I could smoke of this thing, like I'd probably, if I was just by myself, 
Uh, I'd probably yeah, take it. a couple more puffs and drop it. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 good. Yeah. It's that's it served its purpose. Sure. Sure. And 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 I'm good now. You, you know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. need to drag it out. Yeah, that's I fair. agree with that's you. That's pretty fair. I agree with you. Yeah. All right, boys, let's do the formal lizard rating on the punch short to punch tonight. Rooster, you're up. Oh, um, I was expecting the liquor rating first. No, we're going to do no, that. No, that's the end. last. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. Pooba. Yeah, I'll give it an eight too. I'm also right there. I think yeah. this is firmly an eight. Yeah. Um, I think if it maintained that complexity, I would be, you know, hoping that it ended up around a 91, 92 composite. But yep. I think if this ends up seven or eights, so I'm, I'm very happy with that. This is an eight for me all day. Mm-hmm. Pagoda. Yeah, I'll give it an eight as well. I, I think I really enjoyed the beginning part. I, I'm still enjoying it, but the spirit has been fantastic. Yeah, so nice. I can't really, I can't really complain. Uh, the combustion's been great. It feels good in your hand. And, uh, um, the, the construction. The construction. Too. Construction was excellent. Yeah, and well, I think that plays draw. to, and, and bam, I don't mean to interrupt your rating, but no, I think fine. it plays to the fact that it, it's a Corona Mother Factory cigar. I yeah. think all of the boxes I've seen have Corona Factory yeah. codes on them. And yeah. it's only the last four years, which we know is well after Cuba has had the you know, quality control issues and, and manufacturing issues mm-hmm. consistently. Like it, it, This cigar is kind of in this fresh window of pretty consistent manufacturing, at least definitely out of the Mother Factories in yeah. Cuba. So True. I think the cigar benefited. Bam, sorry to interrupt. That's no, okay. I've got two 2019 boxes of this cigar. I'm going to hold on to it for another year. I haven't tried any of those yet. I'll try one next year, give it five years and see what it's like, but I will give this cigar an eight. I think that's a very fair score. All right. Nice. So Great score for this cigar. Yeah. Formal Lizard Rating Boys is a flat 8.0, which is, I, I think, perfect for this cigar. Did you pull really out the calculator good, for that? Still, I did. By the way, I, did <laughs> the ma- I did the math, man. Just for clarification, I still think it's really good. It is. So it's depending too. on what my, my appetite was or my mood. Yeah. Like, I could put it down now. I could spend five more minutes with it, six, seven more minutes with it. But it's it, it's really, there's nothing bad about the finish. Yeah. I, I just don't know. How did they come up with the decision? Of packing these at and a just 10, 10 in a box and not, not 20 or 25. It's a good question. Like, who it makes is. that decision? I don't know. Yeah, and from a marketing standpoint, maybe they're Cubans. Just, <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, for sure. <laughs> Cuba being Cuba. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe they have data that cigars of this size, like under Robusto, just perform better in 10 count boxes. From a sales standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, who knows what it is, but. I'm happy with the 10 count of these because, you know, yeah. I'm not and reaching for them terribly. I mean, they, they use AI. <laughs> AI. Yeah, they use AI. Yeah. Yeah, AI. Yes. No chat GPT over there. <laughs> I don't think there's much chat GPT. It's cool to have a cigar in a La Corona factory and smoke it here stateside. It's very cool. There's yeah. something about that. Yeah, especially knowing the people that are there yeah. and meeting so many of those folks. Yeah, it was awesome. Those, those memories. Yeah it, yeah, it is nice. And when you have a cigar out of Corona that performs as well, right. construction-wise, as this did, I mean, the the burn was great. The yep. combustion, as Pagoda mentioned, was great. I mean, it just, it was it was really, really excellent. All right, so you boys ready to move on to our second cigar tonight? Yes, sir. Our new world, the Liga Pravada Unico Serie. It's called the Papas Fritas. It's a 44 ring gauge cigar by four and a half inches long. And a pigtail. And it has a pigtail. Rooster's favorite. Love it. <laughs> and for the first time on the podcast, it only has one band, and yeah. the band is on the foot. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, classic for this specific cigar. It's been out of quite quite a bit uh, of time. 
came out over uh, 13 years ago in 2012. They this come in 50 caps. Used to. Used now they to. come in 25. That's right. They don't come in 50 caps. No, they no. discontinued that. This is a delicious cigar. Yeah, I can't wait. So it does delicious. have that pigtail on it. The Great wrapper, in the, hand. the wrapper smells a little minty for some reason. Hmm, I am getting that. I'm getting a lot of dried fruit, though, on the foot. On the foot, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It smells really nice. I oh. used to smoke these a lot. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> More secrets from Pooba. Yeah, know. back in the day, I used to smoke these a New lot. New World Secrets. Yeah. So I, I pulled, used to. I haven't had one in years So and years. I'm not going to cut mine. So I pulled the, the tip off, and I'm going to just do a little cut. I'm pulling the pigtail off. Well, let's cut this thing, boys. See, we're getting on the cold draw. Pagoda, what kind of cutter is this? It's a horrible cutter. Is it? It like looks so cool though. On, honestly, the cold draw on this is really delicious, guys. Mm. A lot of raisin, dried fruit, little figgy, mm. little raisin, open, wide I, open. I feel like I'm home. So you smoked the cigar a lot. So Pagoda's been bringing this cigar uh, to the table quite a bit. He keeps saying, "When are we doing Papa's Fritas? When are we doing Papa's Fritas?" And I'm happy we're doing it because when I think about this cigar. I think of you. Yes, no, sir. this is excellent. You know, I'm a big uh, Liga Number no. Nine fan as yeah, well. So, so am I. Yeah. And uh, I think the initial, or even now, I think Papa's Fritas is was using all the all the leaves, the tobacco leaves from the Liga Nine. Yes. They were not really fillers. It's, they were using the medium length leaves, which were left out. And yeah, the, the so the filler in this, it's uh, it's it's Honduran and Nicaraguan. They call it. Tripacorta, which means short filler. It's not technical short filler. Like you said, it's just leftover from yeah. all the other Liga cigars they make. Uh, this is the leftover leaves, so they're not wasting anything. So it's not a technical short filler. It's still handmade, uh, but it's not the classic. If you were to cut this open, you're not going to find whole leaves like you would in a lot of other cigars. But people love the cigar, like Pagoda, like like uh, Puba. So I, like I said, I never had the cigar before, so I'm really excited yeah, to try it. Yeah, it's crazy that you haven't had this. Let's light it up, Yeah, please. let's light and this thing, boys. I do want to give a shout-out to uh, Steve Abreu, who's a junior banker, who introduced mm -hmm. uh, me to these. You know, that guy is a lizard. Lizard uh, Steven? Lizard Liz Steve. All right. So, yeah. Steve. All right. And, um, you know, he introduced me to these, and uh, I've been a fan ever since. Yeah, this is truly a delicious stick. So, again, boys, this is a 44 ring gauge cigar by four and a half inches long. And these are under eight bucks. If I'm not the, they're like six dollars. Oh, that's crazy. Which is actually the same price that they were launched at in 2012. Fantastic. You can still get them for six bucks. That's how much I got these for tonight. <sighs> Great deal. Nice on the light. Yeah, they're nice. I want to hear what Giz is thinking. It's the first time you've had this. Yeah, it's it's it, to me it's very much in the same family as the other ligas that I've had, namely the Corona Viva from. Uh, uh, Liga Pravada. I love that cigar. I smoke it quite a bit. You know, to Puba's point, it's one of those cigars you can smoke in a hurricane. So when I do outdoor stuff, um, I reach for the Corona Viva when I don't want to have an exclusivo from Padron. This is right in line with yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like it's funny. It's weird you said hurricane because I remember smoking this cigar. There was a hurricane. There was a. There was a. There was a storm. No, I'm being totally serious. I believe you. There was a storm. Um, Hurricane Sandy. No, 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 no. It wasn't during Sandy. It was the one after that that was kind of semi serious. Which one was that? It was. It Irma? was. Where like there was a lot of power outages and I had to go to like a hotel. The one, like in, a, the one in April, right? So one in April. Maybe it was April. We lost yeah. power. And it, it it was it was years ago, um, 
Anyway, and I remember I went to the the Marriott over in Park Ridge, and I remember grabbing a cup of coffee. Chatfields. 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 Exactly. That's what, it, that's what used to be there at Chatfields. That was what the bar was called. And I remember I requested a room with a balcony. <laughs> you have to request a balcony at the hotel. Yeah. And, and I'm on this balcony. It's like a, it's like a two-foot balcony. Every you know lizard I mean? needs a balcony. Right. And I remember going out and... Uh, the kids were little, and I remember I, I said, "Julie, listen, I'm, I said I'm just going out for a cigar on the balcony." She's like, "Well, f- f- oh, it's not a great example, but okay, fine." <laughs> and this is what I smoked. I smoked a Papa's Fritas. Mrs. Pooba, uh, pull the curtains. No, man. but I remember how satisfying it was. I was so thankful that I had a couple of these, like in my car, and uh, and I had a cup of coffee from the lobby, and I and I smoked one. I was like, "Oh my god, it was like so good." Perfect yeah. short smoke. In a hurricane. How are you going to beat that, man? Yeah, it was like post-hurricane. It was our post-tropical storm or whatever it was. This is really great on the light, and this is definitely a full-bodied affair. Full-flavored. Definitely full. You know, um, the Tatuaje little... um, Petite Casadoras. Dude, this is kind of in the same DNA family from the point of view of the flavor profile. And price point. For me, and price point. (laughs) Yeah. What a value. Equivalent to four of the short to punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, but I always like this cigar better than the Tatuaje. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There's it's a little bigger. It's, it's old. bigger, but yeah. there's more sweetness to this than you get in that Tatuaje, that Petit Cazadores. But this is really, I've never had a bad. Never. Never. I, I What I like about this versus the Petit Cazadores is I like that there's an absence of that Nicaraguan spice that right, Tatuai right. is always trying to punch you in the face That's with true. that damn That's spice. Right. That's, That's right. right. This is this more is what I like. in That's line with I... that sweet but earthy complexity and definitely full. Like, yeah. this is like if you're, you know, at Tapuba's point, you're at a hotel, you take the, take the lady away for a weekend, you go out to dinner, you want to have a quick smoke after dinner. This is perfect. This is perfect for that on the balcony at the hotel. Like, oh, this yeah. is when she's totally sleeping. in line yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when she falls the combustion asleep. is like, like super good. It yeah. is. And it smells great at the, at the head of the cigar and at the burn line. Oh, it's you, really working. I haven't retroed yet, but I will now. But I, I think most of the guys I've given this, because I used to hand a lot of these out, nobody has once said, that this is not a cigar they like. They right. all have really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, we we do smoke in this flavor profile on and off. So. Mm-hmm. This is definitely up your wheelhouse, though. Poop. Yeah, this is dope. Yeah. yeah. Pagoda. No, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah, but to me, it's not aggressive. It's just it's, it's just kind of full flavored, but oh, like not see, no. strong. What he's saying is accurate, and I would actually give this to a cigar novice. Yeah, to enjoy yeah I would for, too. To enjoy for the first time. I have. Yeah, and it, this is a great introduction. It'll keep you pursue. It'll keep your you in the pursuit of cigars. And compared to that cigar we just smoked at twenty three, twenty four, twenty five dollars. Oh, bro! To give them this six dollar cigar, and they put it down. It's not going to break your heart if they do, but it seems unlikely that they will, given how like, this is tasted. Like, like, oh, this is ridiculous. like this. If you have like a, if you're on a golf course and you've got a beer. Like an IPA Nine in, the, hole. In, the, in the cart, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you just like don't give a fuck about paying attention to the cigar. Mm. It's one a hole. But I mean. you want it to smoke, you know what I mean? And it's six bucks and yeah. it's pleasant. Yeah, this and, is really nice. And I'll tell you, it's lots for me. It's like, or, or like, you know, 
your wife calls you in from the balcony and you got to put it out halfway through. It's your, like, your okay, I'm down, th- I'm down three bucks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, but it's good. I mean, but even smoke you- it in the car and you get halfway through it and you get to your destination and you thought yeah. you were going to hit traffic. You got to ditch it. Yep. It, who cares? It's it's a good it's a good solid smoke. I would. You're, yeah. you're like if you're like Coach Buttermaker. <laughs> if you're Buttermaker, <laughs> you know what I mean. And you're coaching the Bad News Bears, and you got and a parent walks up, and you got to throw your cigar out. <laughs> you're fine. You're, you're you're good. It's six bucks. <laughs> you throw it in the outfield. <laughs> no, but how? Do you, but Puba, I don't even know what to say because even if you were to go and look for the cigar the day after. You'd find it and you light it up. You'd still be able to smoke it. Oh, yeah, it'd be totally fine. I'm Probably. guessing Pagoda has done that. <laughs> no, uh, I, I tend to finish these. What's, very what's the binder and filler in this? So the wrapper is Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro. The binder is Brazilian Matafina. It's Brazilian binder, uh, like the CAO we had. Uh, I believe we did one other Brazilian cigar, uh, and the filler, like I said, is Honduran and Nicaraguan Tripa Corta. It's called, which is short filler. Just the leftovers in the factory. I'm impressed with the pronunciation. I'm tonight. trying, man. Wow, wow, look at you. Is, t- it, is it Babel? Is it Babel? Wow. It's Babel, and it's uh, we're over a hundred episodes. Are you guys busting my balls on how I pronounce this. Anyone remember Tatum O'Neill? Yeah, of course. It's married, Tatum, to Ma- married to McEnroe. Right, she was. Do you remember Tatum O'Neill and the yeah. Bad News Bears? Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember? That was a great her? movie. That was a great movie. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> Throwing the baseball, pitching. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Leak. You remember Kelly Leak with yeah. the motorcycle? Yeah. <sighs> I have no idea. I, I wasn't born then. I wasn't born You've then. never seen the no. Bad News Bears never the movie? No. Nope. <laughs> never heard of it. Never, never heard, heard of it till tonight. Nope. It's a classic. All right, I'll watch. It, it's a classic. So, boys, this cigar was released in December 2012. Uh, obviously, the name Papas Fritas translates to French fries, mm. which the CEO at the uh-huh. time uh, from Drew Estate, Steve Saka, that was one of his favorite foods. And hopefully, I guess it performs better than the other food cigar we did, the Tatuaje Pork Loin, yeah, Lomo a, de Cerdo. This not, is the not second good. food loin. Yeah. <laughs> not good. So this cigar, as we talked about the how they shipped, they used to come in four-pack tins. So you'd actually used to get a bundle of seven tins, 28 cigars. Then they moved it to a 50 cab, uh, and now it's only available in a 25 count cab. Right, that's right. Um, and uh, it was blended by Nick Malilo, who of course was the you know the blend master at Drew Estate for a long period of time, Liga Pravada, who now you know founded Foundation Cigars, which yeah. we've done quite a few of his cigars. Yeah, uh, and all was under the direction of uh, Drew Estate CEO Steve Saka, who also has his own brand now. Mm-hmm. So both of those guys have left Drew Estate since the cigar was released. Uh, Coming up on 13 years ago. I love um, everything Nick does anyway. So. Yeah, yeah we've had some really oh, good yeah. experiences yes. with Nick Cigar. Yes. Nick Cigar's on the uh, on the podcast. But it's very smooth. It's This is not an aggressive cigar. Mm-mm. No, and if you retrohale this, you get a ton of cocoa. It balances the experience really nicely. Yeah, it's a rustic cigar. Yeah. I'm getting a bit of like a, like a minerality, yeah, minerality. Kind of thing mm-hmm. on the front of my tongue. Not Are you guys yet. getting that? It's like metal almost. No, like, not me. I'm, no, I'm not no getting metal. Like earthy minerality. Earthy's nice. I like that, yeah. You know, and with the Knob Creek, if you take a draw of the cigar and sip your Knob Creek, it's really wonderful. The combination's great. If you want some cognac, it goes great with it. That's true, too. No, but you know, the interesting thing about the Knob Creek is that it's it's enhanced both the cigars, I think. 
Yeah, the fun. second half yeah. of the first one. Can you... And and uh, it's also really helping the Papa's Fritas. Well. I agree. It's a great combination. I think, the, I think the Knob Creek is actually going really well with this cigar. Just Absolutely. like it did the first yeah. one, but in a different way. 100%. You got to ice it up, though. I think this. I think the bourbon though is kind of opening something up about the cigar in my mouth. It's kind of giving it a little bit more of a I'm, complex flavor profile. I'm with you right there. Like they're really working well together. They are. It's like a. It's a. It's a great budget cigar. It is for six bucks. I mean, it's a quarter of the price of the Cuban we just smoked. So think about yeah, it. I mean, crazy. like right, or think about like how much a up and half Corona costs, or some of these things, and it. With the price of Cuban cigars right now, which uh, is kind of lunacy. Uh, I think that's a nice way to put it, by the way. Lunacy is a very kind way to put it. Course. Yeah, you, you, can, you can substitute in something in like this. So back, you know, instead of smoking your Partagas short while you're barbecuing, which is what I would normally do, maybe you save your Partagas short for the lounge. And you grab one of these Papa's Fritas while you're barbecuing chicken in the summer, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And having a like a uh, having some knob knob creek in a solo cup, yeah. you know what I mean? With yeah. that's and it's the ice is melted, yeah. and it's mellowed out, and, and you're in the backyard, and you're in the backyard, and you're barbecuing chicken, and you're talking to people. You can hand you this out to this, everybody too. Hand yeah. this out to everybody, and you won't. You can hand that. this out to yeah. everybody. And you're not losing, and you're. It's, and everybody's happy and everybody's pretty happy i think that like honestly there's there's a place for a cigar like this that yeah i think we've all modulated our the the consumption of our cubans because of pricing right and we're pursuing new worlds and availability and availability it's because of us as a substitute but we're pursuing those new worlds that make a lot of sense for us right and we're finding on the podcast here i mean this is just another one like how many of these new worlds we've never would have reached for ever that have really are performing wonderfully yeah it's a totally good cigar like there's nothing wrong with this no it's awesome delicious it doesn't have that full Nicaraguan tatuaje mm-hmm. kind of like. That's right. I'm gonna punch you in the face right now. Nope. But it's got a little bit. I think you, you, Puba, can smoke that down to the nub. I oh think. yeah, and I yeah. have. Sure. Yeah, you have. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> the irony of it all. <laughs> the, the irony of it all is that we're smoking this after a punch. Shot the punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah, it's. There's I think no it's. Punch. You know, in its own right, it's reasonably mellow. Like from my perspective, yeah, I think it's it's, it's it's full in a really really smooth way. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of giving you the the full flavor. It's giving you the nicotine, and it's packaged with a nice little bow on it. And it's it's a it's a really really yeah. smooth affair. The delivery is very smooth. It's very nice. And I, I'll go back to the Knob Creek experience. Once you take a draw of the cigar and take a sip of that Knob Creek, it is really quite nice. I agree. It's it's awesome. It's a full flavored experience. I mean, to buy a thirty-two or thirty-six dollar bottle of bourbon, you're talking a and great, a six dollar cigar. It's a bargain night, but it's an excellent night. It's not just a bargain though; it's delicious. It's a delicious experience. But like, look at the the smoke just coming off the foot. It's just like flaming off. Bro, like the, it's just the room is full of smoke. Yeah, the combustion's great. It's great. Gizzy, you're still there because I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, boys, Cigar Aficionado put out, uh, which is apropos for uh, talking about this cigar tonight, smoking this cigar, Cigar Aficionado put out the top 10 hottest cigar brands in America, according to retailers. Really? 
So retailers took a poll of the cigars that people are coming in and asking for and buying. I got to hear this. And I'm curious what you guys oh, think know, of yeah, the top I think, 10. I think I saw this. Yeah. Pa- Padron is number one. Nope. <laughs> Davidoff? <laughs> Not even close. What? Really? No. Mm. All right. So. Uh, Fuentes. Yeah. F- yeah. So we'll start yeah. at number 10. Rocky Patel has 7.4% uh, of the interest from consumers walking into retailers. Number nine is My Father. Little under ten, Romeo y Julieta, non-Cuban, eleven oh, percent. What tied with Liga Privada, which surprised me. I would, I would have expected I would think it higher. Liga That's would have been problem. higher. Something's wrong there because this yep. should be higher. Now this is what's weird. Padrone is number five with the 1964 anniversary series at 12.3 percent. So let's hold on to that for a second because mm. they come back to that. La Flor Dominicana Andalusian Bull, which we're going to have at some point, mm. specifically pointing to the Andalusian Bull, not just La Flor de Dominicana, that specific line of their cigars, yeah. 12.3%. Davidoff, number four, 14.8%. And I'm sure price is factoring into that demand. Yes, it is. Number three. Wait, which will we'll, we'll repeat that one more Davidoff time? Davidoff, number four. Davidoff, Davidoff, number four. No, Davidoff's Davidoff. number four on the list. Yeah. Uh, it, as a, as a, as as a, a brand. brand. As a brand. Yep. 14.8%, the entire brand of Davidoff. Then the Padron line, the 1000 series, I'm assuming, because they separated out 1964. You know why from that? 27.2%. Let's stop for two seconds because of the cost. And, yeah, and the it's value. It's very affordable. Yeah. So when you do combine number three and number five, 27.2 and 12.3 for both Padrones, that puts them at 39.5% of all demand walking into U.S. retailers. Goes to Padron. So you know what? Jorge, while they're not number one on the list. It's fine. They get mar- the major market share, it sounds yeah. like. Okay, so what's number two? Arturo Fuente, 29.6%. And then he takes the cake with Opus X, Fuente Fuente, is okay. number one at 34.5%. Wait not a minute. Much, it's not surprising. Opus X takes the number one spot mm-hmm. with that price point that they have? Yeah. Their average price is $40 a cigar. They've done a great job marketing. Oh, my gosh. So that's, so again, the top three, Padron, the 1000 Series, 27.2. Number two, Arturo Fuente, their normal line, like the Hemingway Series and whatnot, 29.6. And then Opus X from Fuente Fuente, 34.6. But you know what's really interesting is I've gone to a lot of different stores. I don't find Padrones in many stores. You also don't find a lot of Opus in a lot of stores, honestly. So you don't, like, uh, but this is the brand's most requested, not necessarily the the highest ah. sellers. This ah. is the percentage of people walking into the retailer asking for these cigars. Interesting, pretty yeah, interesting. I just wonder what the methodology was for the yeah. reporting. Like, yeah. is it just is it is it anecdotal? I mean, they're not writing down quantitatively what every person walks in and asks for. So they're. Just I think it's a gut feeling, qualitative read on. So let's now move to the best-selling brands, okay. actual sales. That's what matters. No, that's, Percentage that's of retail, more quantitative. Number 10, Romeo y Julieta, 5%. I'm rounding up. La Flor Dominicana, the entire brand, 6.1. Ashton, number 8, 6.1, tying with uh, See, La Flor there you Dominicana. Go. Because they would be in the conversation exactly. for sure. Yeah, and there's right. some others in here that we haven't heard from in the requested. Right. This is quantitative data. Exactly. Number, right. uh, number 7, Rocky Patel, 8.6%. This one, no surprise. Number six is Perdomo, uh-huh. 19.8%. A lot of people love that line. Yep. Now we're into the top five. My Father, 21%. Uh, 
Oliva is number three, tied with Davidoff, 22.4. Mm-hmm. Arturo Fuente is number two, 44.4. And number one is Padron. There you there go. You go. Yeah. So that all 48%. makes 48%. Well, that now makes we're sense. Cooking. Now, we're, now cooking. we're cooking with gas because mm-hmm. that's quantitative data <laughs> that's based on sales. Exactly. As my mom used to say, now we're cooking with Crisco. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? So, yeah, yeah. that's uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, Padron is the it, number one seller. If you were to rack yeah. in, 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 in grinder's terms, if you were to rack and stack it, you would it would come in about that. Makes sense. It is a, it is amazing to see Padron at nearly one, you know, one out it's of every two half. cigars sold is wow. Padron. Like yeah, but, but not surprising. No. Yeah, for their quality. It's a you, testament to consistency. But, really. you know, so they don't market nearly as hard as the uh, rest of these manufacturers. They don't need you to. Guys, you exactly. Guys, they you don't guys, need guys, to. You guys saw the the pictures I sent when I was down in Boca Raton at at this place, Strikes. What a lounge. You guys saw the pictures. Beautiful. Nice place. Really yeah. great lounge. I mean, what a lounge. And you know what everybody was smoking? Everybody was smoking Padrones. Yeah. And everybody was smoking Davidoff. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, yeah. Everybody in that lounge, premier you know, you, lines. You know, you premier go, lines. you get it because down there. I mean, honestly, right now it's like a. It, it, it's South Florida is, you know, it's a mini pockets of it. Whether it's Boca, Palm Beach, parts of my parts of you know Miami, and South Florida, it's 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 like mini Beverly Hills. Yeah, and the of, people that are there. a lot of money, and people down there are you know you go to these cigar lounges, they're sparing no expense. No, they want premium bands. They're sparing yep, no expense. Yep. That you know they're out on their boats all day. They're doing their thing. They're and they're smoking. You know they're smoking Padron. They're smoking that. They're smoking Naturals. They're smoking Maduros. I'm, I'm curious the Padrones that you saw. I don't know if you were close enough to see which bands or which lines. Do you, was it mainly the '64 line? Was it '26? Yeah. Was yeah, it? The, it was it was a mix of everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was there were there were people smoking exclusivos, family reserve. There were people smoking family reserve. There were people like uh, women smoking Davidoff. Yeah, you know what I mean, like lighter, you know, cigars, smaller ring gauge um just a mix hmm. but but mostly that like when i was walking around they weren't smoking you know they were all smoking pretty premium stuff um and that particular humidor at that lounge is smaller than the monte cristo lounge uh, uh in terms of selection um but you know you know what call it what you want call it vanity call it whatever you know davidoff and padron to me um from what i've seen kind of rule the day to all of us in in a lot of these in a lot of these lounges it's represented like that on this podcast of course and our listeners yeah Yeah, but what surprised me that monte cristo was not there ep korea wasn't there no ep and my father's in the top five i'm surprised like i was marketing great marketing great marketing well he makes a lot of cigars yeah too too many (laughs) (laughs) they do yeah yeah i I was surprised to not see oliva higher on the list that's true that's true yeah i mean because you know you get these people it's it's a market you know you get these people you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be wearing a rolex you're 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 wearing a twenty thirty thousand dollar watch 
and and you're gonna and you're gonna smoke a Monte, you know, a white label Monte Cristo? No, no, no. yeah. I'm you know, the, these guys down there, and and yeah, I'm just talking. Everybody's flexing. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure. But nationwide, I mean, if you know your cigar brands, you're going to pursue the best cigar brands, right? Life's too short to smoke an awful cigar, so you're going to gravitate to Padron and Davidoff. These are the best made cigars in the world. Case now, closed. I'm I'm just shocked that Rocky Patel itself is number seven, uh, because wherever I see, it's there, like everybody. That's true. There you gravitates towards. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Rocky. people do. A lot of people do. Not really? everyone. A lot of people do. Yeah. A lot of yeah. People. Oh yeah. It's a shocker. We're going to be doing a Rocky Listen, coming up We're on hey, Halloween. We got a Rocky you know, coming up. I, I mean, people should smoke what Why they want. Why on Halloween? <laughs> yeah, no, Poop is making a good point. People, people should really yeah. smoke what they like, smoke and they should they smoke like. what they want, especially for the guy who's smoking a lot. You know, I'm giving an example of people who maybe are going out. Maybe some of these people just go out from time to time and have a couple of cigars a week, but it didn't seem like that. It seemed like these these people were... Yeah, they were into what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were into you know, they were into it. So it was nice to see a good lounge. And when you travel, I think it's cool to to to, to find a new lounge. Um, I'm going out to Denver next week. I'm going to try out. Uh, Bam Brown, Bam may the, join you. The Brown Palace. The Brown Palace. <laughs> the lounge. I think I think Senator is going to fly in just for the day. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Grinders out there too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to meet him because <laughs> yeah. uh, he just happens to be there. So I may meet him. That's cool. um, Meet him out there and just try a new lounge. Yeah, it's a good place. And I, and I heard it's a great place. I yeah. love it there. Nice. So boys, we're about halfway through here on the Liga Pravada Unico Papas Fritas. It's fantastic. I'm what really the, enjoying this cigar. For this tiny little thing to smoke up, it is ridiculous. It's incredible Amazing. how me and Bam we were we were smoking up, and it felt like you know when an atom bomb takes off and you get the mushroom cloud. It was exactly <laughs> like that. It was like yeah, you know another thing like you mentioned earlier on the list. I'm surprised how low the on the list the Liga Nine product yeah. is. Drew Estate period. Yeah, I've never had a bad cigar in their line yeah. ever, and we're smoking one tonight. Yeah, it's everything that we've had from them has been delicious, and even the Undercrown, which is the that's a very kind of the, the baby brother yeah. line to the to the Liga Pravada line, well, that performed very well in this podcast. You can't say that's a bad cigar. No, and Not that's I think under twelve bucks, ten it bucks, is. great yeah. value. And that was a Toro, I believe. It was mm-hmm. pretty big. That's right. So, boys, uh, more bad news here uh, from the federal government. We keep having these uh, conversations. These stories keep popping up. These bills. A new bill was announced. I don't know if you guys saw this. No, we didn't. So we just, you know, obviously won the FDA case. Uh, the Judge Meta ruled that the FDA was overstepping their bounds and removed the FDA oversight of premium handmade cigars. Well, uh, I believe it was Representative or Senator Durbin out of Illinois announced a new bill called the Care for Moms Act an extension of the Mothers and Offspring Mortality and Morbidity Awareness Act uh, that was previously introduced. And long story short, it includes new taxes for e-cigarettes, roll-your-own tobacco, a 16x increase on pipe tobacco, and doubling the tax on small cigars like the one we have in our hand, and a massive tax hike on premium hand-rolled cigars. This is just another underhanded way to diminish this fun, this industry, what they're doing makes absolutely no sense. If Senator was here, 
we'd have a complete dissertation on this. <laughs> You'd be losing it. Oh, what, it's what is absurd. It's so, ridiculous. Well, no one's going to go for this. It's no. not going to pass. That's yeah. the, I hope not. Look, I understand the whole e-cig thing and the vaping and rolling your own cigarettes, but that has nothing to do with the ultra-premium cigars that we're smoking tonight and that every listener on this podcast smokes. It makes no sense. What's, what's he None. proposing the tax to be? So the current language, uh, the current federal excise tax is 52.75% of wholesale capped at 40, a little over 40 cents per cigar. And it one, you know, what this, this bill is doing is it's moving it to a weight-based tax, which is what they do in Europe and other countries, um, of $49.5 per pound. And half wheel, I got to give them credit, they actually did a breakdown of a few different sizes. So credit to half wheel on this. They, uh, in a lot of cases, it would more than triple the current federal tax rate on cigars. So here's their estimate that I'll read. Again, credit to half wheel. On a Robusto, the current tax is 40, you know, a little over 40 cents per cigar. If the bill passes, it's going to more than, uh, it's going to triple the 1.37, a $1.37 per cigar which is a 240% increase. On a Toro, again, capped at 40%, uh, 40 cents right now, if the bill passes, it's going to go to $1.80 per cigar, which is going to be a 350% increase. On a Gordo, again, based on weight, 6 by 60 it's a big cigar, capped now at 40 cents, it's going to be a 500% increase. Yeah, but how do they weigh every cigar? They're all going to weigh different. They do it, I guess, based on the bundles of the shipments and whatnot, and they divide wow. it out. And and I'm I'm assuming they don't use the boxes. <laughs> you know, we're getting so for, it's for example, cost them more to weigh the, to to regulate it than it is to yeah. Or it's or it's uh, you know it's a self regulated thing, and they come in and they spot check it. You know, unreal. Why doesn't Senator Durbin with this hoodie go to Canada? <laughs> Nobody's. Th this isn't passing. So I think for example, too many cigar smokers on Capitol Hill. I agree. I hope so. For example, if a Robusto cigar has a current MSRP of $9.50, the federal excise tax is currently $0.40 cents with no state cigar tax in Florida. After this act, if it were to pass, that same $9.50 cigar would raise to $11.43. Wow. So more than, uh, more than almost $3 that's more. That's tremendous. Just on a Robusto. It's tremendous. So in a box of 25 that's another $75 per yeah. cigar. I, I hope Puba's sentiments are true. I don't think this will pass. And aren't you glad we are smoking these short smokes? <laughs> short and light. Yeah, this one would be capped at 40 cents. But yeah, it's just, you know, the, the federal government just has not had enough trying to chase down premium hand-rolled hand cigars. And, you know, like like Bam said, it's like I don't understand how they're, they're not carving it out from of cigarettes and, and other type of, of course. tobacco the kids are getting. I, I don't understand it. Right. And cigars that you're, you know, and tobacco that you're inhaling. We've you know, we're not inhaling. We've covered this. There aren't any kids on the planet that are pursuing cigars. It just doesn't happen. It's I think it's happening. less than 1% of high schoolers it is have even happening. tried a premium hand roll. Right. It's crazy. Disappointing. Yeah. Terribly disappointing. You know what's not disappointing, boys, is this cigar. Dude. I'm really enjoying this. For yeah. six bucks, too, it, it just enhances the... Yeah. Enhances the experience. Just over halfway through, it's still beautiful and smooth and delicious. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm going to get it for 20% off. You're going to find a coupon? <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> hey. I'm gonna, we're, we should all buy cabinets of, of these and then, and then flip them. 
After the taxes. After the tax. That's right. <laughs> New business vertical. That's right. Look at how much smoke is in this room. It's, it's crazy. Crazy how much smoke is in this room. From a little tiny little cigar. Yeah. You got to give Nick Malillo credit. Yeah. He's really, you know, he he that Connecticut broadleaf that he fell in love with over at Drew Estates uh, created a whole line of yeah. cigars, a whole business out of. Yeah. Well, I feel you like know, whenever, Connecticut tobacco totally, and I feel like whenever you smoke a, a Drew Estate or a Liga, yeah, it, it, it's like this. It's like blue. Yeah, <laughs> the room, the room is a hue of blue. The room just turns to blue. Am I wrong? No, you're, you're totally not, right. You're not Look wrong. at the room. The room is. Like all blue smoke? Am I crazy? No, you're not. Or is it? It's weird. <laughs> or is it the Knob Creek? <laughs> Could be. I think next time I'm going to put on glasses. I think soon enough goggles, and then a mask. <laughs> yeah, this is the combustion is crazy on this thing. I wonder whether they spray the same thing. You know, remember we mentioned this. The yeah. Liga Nine. Like for the, the Liga Nine, the rumors that they've sprayed this with. With a coating of some kind. Yeah, which kind of really you know, adds it, to the smoke output. It, it kind of, I mean, look what? at the room. spray? They spray it? There's talk of that because if you look at that Liga Nine. They it, lace the cigars? I don't know. It's laced <laughs> with like PCP? There's a glistening <laughs> on that on that wrapper. Yeah. Yeah. But so I, it, I love that cigar. I don't care what they do to it. And actually, the one we did on the podcast, I believe, was the Toro. The Corona Viva, I actually think, is a better cigar. I, I'm going to tee that up for an episode sometime next year. Nice. Uh, uh, it's I, a I, really good cigar. But I do think we need to do the double Corona before. The double Corona, that's oh, a big cigar. That's a, that's a big cigar, but it's fantastic. It's right? good. That's the cigar I fell in love with when, when I fell in love with number nine. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. the one you went to first? Yeah. Wow. We did the League of It was handed to me. You know, like, so it's, you know... Because we frequent a lot of stores in New York City and lounges. A lot of the lounges have really good humidors. And once you get to know the guys, they're recommending your cigars within the same flavor profile. And that's how I got into it. You're a good target. I am. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this cigar. I mean, it's, I haven't had many of these. No? I mean, I got to get a box. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing when you find a cigar that satisfies you like this. For six bucks. And that price. <laughs> it's like such a home run. It's crazy. Russo, I think I bought a gap for less than 200 bucks. Yeah. Less than four bucks a cigar. That was back That's in incredible. the day. Way back in the day. And that was no, no. I'm talking about like a, a, a year ago. Yeah, in this lounge. Because I introduced uh, it to our Idiav and all the other guys. Uh, Lizard Idiav. Yeah, Lizard yes. Idiav. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't so by the way, it is, kind of a, it is kind of a cool cigar because it's like, it, it's, your expectation isn't like super high, but on the other hand, it's delivering what you would expect. Yeah. So it's. It over delivers. It kind of over delivers, I think, in a little, in, in a way. It for just the, it screams value. Yeah, for the size, it screams it value. Totally over delivers. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. And because I, there's nothing really like, like it tastes good. The combustion's really good. It performs really well. It's satisfying. Yeah. It's satisfying. Now, post dinner, you have one of these. You could be one and done. Because that's that's what I love because about it. Because it's so satisfying. If you if you get you really home late, be. if you get home late after a night out, yeah. you don't want to sit down and smoke a cigar for yep. an hour and a half. 
I mean, you light one of these, you're going to be totally satisfied. Yep. If you're in our North Lounge, you have dinner, you want to get home, have one of these and go home and you're done. Totally satisfied. And you're totally satisfied. There's a viscosity to the smoke. That's output. a great way of putting it. It's velvety. Velvety, we, yes. Which is, very, velvety. which is very Liga-esque. Yeah, and we look, we talked about that with the Liga 9, how velvety that smoke was. Yeah. Right? And this was during the garage days. That garage was full of smoke. I remember that. That day we couldn't see each other, <laughs> by the way. We could not. <laughs> No, and, and, and like this whole room's like the combustion on such a small cigar. Um, how they do this and what goes into it, and whether it's like a gimmick or whatever. Get, I think I'm getting. I don't high. really care because I kind of <laughs> like what. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, man. <laughs> I, I mean, think about it. I kind of like what I'm getting. I yeah. mean, you throw a couple of these if you're traveling. You throw a couple of these in your briefcase, and you you, you know you hit up a lounge and you got a limited amount of time. And, yep. Let's say you smoke half of it and ditch it. You're good. Yeah, and I your mean, Peter James case. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm very proud. Yeah, that, we all ordered that. Them. All of you have Peter James cases. Yeah. All right, oh, I'll order the, one oh, tonight. The yes, Peter sir. James case. Thank I mean, you. Thank I, you for the. Uh, I'm a very proud. Pop so Bam, yeah, Bam, was... by the way, found a, a crazy forty percent coupon. I don't know what kind of sale they were running. Sent it to the chat, mm. and we all ran out and bought an, uh, you know, uh, another case. Yeah. It wasn't on their site. No, no, it was only in the email, right? So you get it if you're a customer. customer they maybe. continue to send you. They send you updates and so on. But they sent that coupon. It was incredible. Yeah, it was a good deal. It was great a great. It was a great deal. Yeah, and at least the zippers work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, is the case made in China. USA or Italy? No, or what? no, no, no. That no. I no, no. You no, know, the, the ones one you that, have, the original. One. Oh, the original one that Bam has. This was that's made, probably made Italian. In a, yeah, I think it was made over. All the cases that are made overseas, not made in the states. Where I don't know. Yep. Is there a tag on it? In it? There is not. No, no. I not think on this Bam. Guy. I think Bam's original case from 2018 or whenever he bought it. Yeah, I bought this a long time is, ago. Is probably Italian, Italian leather. What we bought was Chinese leather. <laughs> no. Yes. There's no leather coming You're out. You're going to be very leather. happy. Okay. So, I'm just kidding. Read the description. It <laughs> says the leather's from China. So They're like honest about it. Hold on. Lizard Landau bought a Peter James case. I inspected it. I thought it was beautifully made. The leather's nice. It's a little different than this. It's not as soft, but I think over time those cases do that. You work them in. The the zippers are fantastic. They're never going to go. I think the leather the leather gets soft. Can I just say something about this cigar that's eye opening to me? And and, mm-hmm. and it kind of tees up what Point uh, Puba was saying before about value and kind of filling the slot of Cuban cigars in these moments where you don't really need one, right? You used to reach for one because you had them and they were pretty reasonable. You can get them all the time and they were priced well. Now it's like, it just, this is such a, another hard reminder of the absolute catastrophe Habanos has created with their pricing structure. Yeah. And, and how many more cigars I am certainly reaching for, we are, I'm sure the listeners are as well. Sure. And I know because I see it on these forums of guys saying, I haven't purchased a Cuban cigar in over a year. Yeah. I you know, I'm gonna ride out my stock of Cuban cigars and my daily go-tos are are new worlds right. that are are performing well. Yeah. And it's like this is another example of a six dollar cigar versus a twenty-four dollar cigar we just smoked you know, on the same episode. It's crazy. Even some of the guys that we respect on a lot of the forums that we're on, they're saying the same thing. There's merit to that, right? And now that China's involved with the Habanos SA, it, it, it's changed the structure of it, right? It, Pricing it, has changed. Yes, and some of the hassle too. You, you know, now you're putting a lot of money on the line yeah. to get cigars 
you know, through customs, you're getting, you know, you're, you're yep. putting a lot of money out. It's a big risk. Where, where, People where, are losing where, where, where the global entry. I yeah. mean, yeah, but, <laughs> thanks, Pagoda. <laughs> yeah, totally. Awesome. Uh, where you could pick up, maybe you pick up a mild Davidoff Petit Corona that's going to, you know, okay, it's $18. Still less than pretty much anything that Vibonis has, right? But it's but it's in it's in your hand. Yeah, in two and days you could probably get it. Well, or yeah, or at a re- at a local, local retailer, yeah. and it, it could be actually you could get it in a, in a tubo, and and like actually travel around with it. Yeah, and, and so I think that I, I also think on the pod we should we should try some of those. I mean we've. We've only, uh, you know, the Millennium, right? The Millennium Petite well, Corona. Well, the fantastic. Millennium Petite Corona is great, but I don't know. There's some of these other stuff in the Davidoff line too that's more mild. That oh, the Signature Series and the Signature yeah. Series and things like that. That the you Grand know, Grand Cruise, the Grand yeah. Crew, yeah, things like that. That like you know you overlook, but like it's here. There's a lot of. I mean, listen. There's a lot of cigars. That, it's here and it's and it's good tobacco. There's a lot of cigars on the list that we haven't done. There's That's a lot right. of cigars that we haven't even considered. Right. And it's just, again, it just continues to be eye-opening as we smoke more sure. New World cigars that we've not had before and we're trying for the first time or trying for the first time in a long time, in, in your case, Puba, tonight. It's like, again, we have another $6 revelation tonight on the yeah, podcast. it's true. I will say something, though, just to, reverting back to the whole Cuban Habana essay catalog. And, you know, there are guys and girls out there right now that are looking to build a Cuban cigar collection. Honestly, if you're going to overpay for a Cuban cigar, you're going to go for the, you know, the, the standard production cigars. You are going to get a D4. You're going to get a RAS. If you're overpaying for it, so be it. You got to get those sticks. You're just smoking them less regularly. You are. You're smoking less of those, yeah. but you're going to collect them. You want to have, have them. them. You want to yeah. have them. Yeah. And you're going to spend the money. I'll continue to spend the money on the staples, but absolutely pursue the new worlds that we're, that we're discovering. Think about us. Like, had we not come into Habanos and Cuban cigars, like we discussed on our 100th episode, right? right. We recapped, like, that journey into Cuban cigars that yeah. we had. Had we not done that when we did, and we did it after the significant price increases over the last two years, I think all of us would have significantly less Cuban cigars in our towers just because – the prices are three, four X in some cases. Yeah, I mean, it's just the value has diminished. We're so fortunate as the prices have gone up. Yeah, Very think fortunate. About a box of yeah. eight, like I've, I've, I've had eight. I got boxes of eight ninety eights, cabinets of Lucy's, boxes and boxes of Upman twos that I bought before. Right. Right. These price hikes, yeah, that and, are just sitting, and we yeah. have as well. Yeah, yeah, you're just we're not touching them. No, you're we're not. not touching them. Yeah. yeah. So I have a lot of Lucy's. I don't even touch them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I haven't bought anything in the last, I don't know, eight months. It's yeah, it's been same, a long six, time. Same. Six to eight months, like same. Cuban cigars. The so only stuff I've either. purchased is that we're smoking on the podcast. The New yeah. Worlds. Yeah, and New Worlds. Yeah. 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 It's a revelation, the New World market and how well they're smoking, how delicious they are. It's really something to, to experience. I think the Ashton VSG was a great discovery. I think there's a lot of stuff in the Padron line that we've discovered that's been great. The I think Warped? there's 
cigar. Warped. Delicious. Yeah. Warped is great. My I didn't have that. Yeah. Uh, the Don Pepin, the blue label. That Lancero. Yep. Lancero. Fantastic. The Oliva V we just did. The Oliva oh, V. That was great. Awesome. The that Oliva was great. V. That cigar rated as high as any Cuban that we've ever had almost. It was pretty think about that. incredible. And it was just a, think about that. That cigar, by the way, is less than the cigar we have in our hand right now. Yeah, but it's also, it's fractions of what some of the elite Cuban cigars are. Right significant now. fraction. It's, it's insane. If you compare Vitola to Vitola, of course, any Cuban Lancero, uh, Lancero oh, is 10x. It's tremendous. Or 20x. Yeah, I just wonder if this is if it's ever going to adjust. Right. If the pricing is going to adjust with Habanos, I don't think so, so because they're still selling every box that they put out. Yeah. So you know, it's it, and they that's have, driven. That's driven by the Asian market. No, no, but, su- but, no, but you know what, issue. No, but you know yeah. what's going to happen. I think in the long run is going to tip over, and you know. With, as the new world start infiltrating the rest of Europe and Asia. Which is happening. Yeah. That things yeah. will slowly change. Yeah. And I think they're going to start getting real competition from equally good cigars. And, and honestly, this podcast is defining the nature of what that market will be. And it's, I think, projecting into the market, I think, rigorously. My opinion. Hey, listen. My opinion. How many episodes ago did we discuss the fact that we'd smoked an equal number of Cubans and New Worlds? And the rating was exactly the same. Yeah, they're really damn close. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we're averaging out right around an eight. Yeah, I mean, as long as the Asians are paying a premium for these Habano cigars. It won't change. The prices are not going to change. Not at all. And if they don't increase their supply, if they do not fix their supply issues, because it's still down, if they're unable to fix that, the price... It levels it out. Now, if they flood the market with supply, then I think the tip is going to come faster, to Pagoda's point, and there may be a correction. There's never going to be a correction in the high-end stuff. There's never going to be a correction in Cohiba, but Trinidad is a good example of a brand that is in desperate need of a, of a realignment Agreed. in price because there's no way that those cigars are worth what they say they are. Yeah, and you, you know, see... It's, it just doesn't add up. What's unusual on our forums, you see fewer and fewer of those showing up. Absolutely. Because of price. Yeah, I mean, I saw a box of Colonialis 24, It's right? crazy. I mean, I've seen prices on promo for $1,150. No, thank you. And Now, you I, know how much I love that cigar. Yeah, I know. I love that cigar, I but have, I will never pay that price. I have used to, their price used to be $950. It's crazy. And now it's $750 yeah. on the Cologne, which I, I mean, which is still like crazy. It's, it's crazy. still crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But even talking about D4s, you know, I was mentioning, we were talking about it uh, with a buddy the other day. I was at Carnegie, and I said, well, just less than two years ago, I bought a box of defaults for two fifteen. Yeah. Oh boy! Now they're six hundred. And I just the latest bo- box I bought was six hundred. Yeah, oh my I said three X. That's crazy. I said I could get a hundred of the Papa Streeters. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. Ridiculous. It's crazy. But, but like I said before, uh, yeah, it's a staple. So those that are starting to collect Cubans, they're going to still pursue that, that that those region those those basic staple lines. You yeah, have and to they're just those. they're just going to smoke less of them. Unfortunately, right. yes. Yeah. There's still a lot of empty shelves in Europe. There's still a lot of empty shelves around the world. Habanos has a lot of work to do to catch up just to replace stock pre-COVID. There's a lot of supply needed to just catch up to normal stocking situations. Then maybe if demand cools and supply is at normal levels on a regular basis, there could be a tipping point on, on, on price. I just don't see it happening in the near term. I think we're talking three to five years at yeah, least. Yeah, you may be right because it may be just the supply 
supply on is the, the supply problem. side is just so tight that it's just that tight yeah it could yeah. be we'll see yeah we'll have to see i mean but i i, I mean it's gonna it's something's gonna have to, there's gonna be a tipping point at some point i'm not sure that these prices are sustainable for so long because you gotta remember too the u.s market's a big part of the market yeah it is a lot of people buying cigars here yeah yeah all right boys so we're coming to the end of our evening here with the now knob creek we have to do the liquor rating yes sir and the liquor provada unico papas fritas any final thoughts before we do our ratings excellent experience tonight yeah Honestly. i thought all three all three of our uh really our delicious cigar and, and spirit tonight were great very good excellent yep all right boys let's do the formal liquor rating on the knob creek all right nine year bourbon uh, like i said earlier my first two or three sips were a little rough but it has developed into a very tasty very drinkable spirit i'm giving it an eight okay pagoda you know i by the way i would have started off the six but after right. putting a lot of ice and the way it really complemented both the cigars we yeah. smoked today yeah yeah and in fact enhanced it at certain points in time i think i have to give it an eight there you go uh you know just to be really fair even with the price point 32 bucks Hey, listen, just get some extra ice. Dude, that. dude, if yeah. someone it, handed it, me that glass in a lounge, I'm drinking that thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Very oh, yeah. flavorful, very tasty. Yeah. Excellent. I agree. Puba. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. I think okay. it was I think it was good. It's serviceable. Um not that complex, but like drinkable. Reject it, very drinkable. It's yeah. a seven for me. So I'm at an eight. I thought it was very good. I yeah. think, like uh, Pagoda said, I probably would have started at a seven. Mm -hmm. But the way that it paired with both cigars tonight, I think, is a merit. Yeah. I think the price is a merit. I love the flavor profile of the bourbon. I thought it was, it kind of sat in the background tonight, which right. I thought was great. It did. And like I said, when, when you first start out, it's a little rough, which is why your scores would have been low early yeah. on. You just got to give it some time. You do, and it opens up and it develops really nicely. Yeah. Yeah. So the formal liquor rating, boys, is a 7.8, which okay. I think is a perfect score yeah. Fair enough. for that bourbon. Fair tonight. enough, yeah. All right, it's time to do the formal lizard rating on the Liga Pravada Unico Series, Papas Fritas. Rooster, so you're up. So we smoked two cigars tonight. <laughs> I mean, the short, the punch, I gave it an eight. It's a $24 steak. I mean, in the current market. This Papa's Fritas is a $6 cigar, if not, you know, maybe a little bit less even. Yeah, depending One on where you find it. One fourth the price of the short to punch. Nothing wrong with this cigar. Great construction. Good flavor. Smoking till the end. I mean, how could you? I'm going to give it a nine. There right. you go. Woo! No, that's a great score. It is. Yeah. Puba. Well, I'm not going to give. It I was a I was between an eight and I'm a nine. I'm not giving it a nine. There we go. I mean, I'll give it. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a seven. I, I I think I no I and I think but it's a, it's a recommend for me. I mean, I think the cigar is very very good. I think it's great to, you know, you you know get out the get out the charcoal, throw it down, put some lighter fluid on the on the barbecue and or, or whatever. I like it. I mean, I like the cigar, uh, but it's a seven for me. I mean, it's 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 a recommend, but seven is a soft recommend. No, yes. it's a recommend. It's but the punch is better. The okay. ending of this cigar 
is better than the short the punch. It me. is way because better for this, me. The sweetness yeah. continued all the way through. I like the cigar. I'm, yeah. I'm recommending no, it. All right. I'm recommending so, it. I'm giving it a seven. All right. Got to change it to an eight. <laughs> no. You can't. One, two. No. So, no. so for me, it's an eight, and I'll tell you why. So the short to punch, I also ended up at an eight. I thought it started mm-hmm. as a nine. It was hovering around that. Ended up closer to a seven for me. I averaged out an eight. This, to me, start to finish, was an eight all the way through. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it delivered. Uh, slightly under what I think I should expect from a Liga Pravada. I think the Corona Viva, it, it edges this out quite a bit. Obviously, I think that long filler, a little bit more of a cigar in that, obviously a more expensive cigar, but that to me is is closer to a nine. So I'm very comfortable at an eight with this, okay. which aligns very much with the short to punch. Okay. The value. The value factors Bro. in. Bro. I mean, it's, yeah, it's great. Beat that. Pagoda. Pagoda. Yeah, for me, it's a nine. Listen, it's a nine, it's a nine, it's a nine. And I loved it. And I, I'll, I'll give you a few reasons for it as well. <laughs> it's uh, not and, a nine. and I'll tell you why. <laughs> you guys are lunatics. No, I'll tell you why. It's not a nine. So, oh, boy. So, so, I don't so, care if it's 20 right, or 9. Let, let the man speak. Let the so, man speak. So let, let me give you a logical reason, Piano. <laughs> it's uh, reminiscent of the uh, Liga Number no. 9, which was one of my favorite cigars. Having said that, coming into the cigar... You're already expecting, you know, they're short fillers. You don't know what to expect. It over-delivered from that perspective. The flavor mm-hmm. profile was fantastic through and through. It wasn't overpowering. It wasn't, you know, a nicotine bomb. No. It was just very smooth. And in fact, it was very mellow. Mm-hmm. And maybe because you aged it, right? The smoke output, fantastic. You're sitting, you can be on your deck. You can be on the golf course. You can buy 20 of them and give it to your friends. Uh, You know, essentially, when you're comparing this with the Punch Punch, you'd get one of these and you could get four of these. Right, for the the same price. Yeah. So the value proposition is also very, very high. So just because we're doing both the cigars together, there is, in my mind, the comparative side of it. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's just a nine. And uh, I really enjoy it. You know, this could be your last cigar of the night. Because sometimes you want to end with something, we typically end with the exclusive or something in the same flavor profile. Something strong, something which is flavorful. A little more oomph to yeah, it. Yeah, oomph to it. You know, whether you experience a little bit of cocoa, or a little bit of earthiness, minerality, and in some cases, a bit of coffee sometimes. Um, I, I think just overall, my experience with the cigar has always been great. And whoever I've <laughs> offered this to has always loved it. I think That's it's a nine true. for me. Yeah, all right. very, true. very well said. What a dissertation for Pagoda! Wow. <laughs> bam, 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 way, that, 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 I don't that, know what that, to that say. Was, that, that was more than he usually like. That's yeah, true. He yeah, was, I love he was, it. He was giving it back to you love very it. eloquently. Love it. Yeah. All right, Bam. I, I so let me just say my piece, okay? Before any interruptions, I do think a seven is too low for the cigar because of how much it costs and what you're getting for the cost. I am between an eight and a nine. But I am gonna. I'm gonna gravitate toward an eight. Now I'm at an eight. I am at an eight. But the versatility of this, what I said earlier, you can hand this to a cigar novice, and they would love this cigar, and it'll continue their pursuit of cigars and get into this hobby. I think an eight is a perfect score for the cigar, personally. So the eight. formal lizard rating, boys, is an eight point two. Wow. For the Papa's Fritos. That's a great score for the cigar. I think that's a great score. Now, I think that, you know, I think that's a high recommend. And I think it it factors in value. It always works out perfectly. It works out good. 
Nice. So it was a great night, boys. Yeah. So the Knob Creek nine-year bourbon had a 7.8. The Cuban short to punch from Punch, we smoked that first. That was a flat 8.0. And we finished with the Liga Pravada Siri Unico Papas Fritas and with you know an 8.2. That's so fair because it's slightly edged out because of the price at the end of the day. Yeah. I think it's a value thing. It's true. Yeah, it's true. All right. So short smoke special number three is in the books, boys. And uh, we'll do another one sometime in the winter of 24. And uh, until then, we'll see you all next week. Keep smoking. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for joining us. You can find our merch store and ratings archive at our brand new website, loungelizardspod.com. That's loungelizardspod.com. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us hello at loungelizardspod.com. You can also find us on Instagram at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.